for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Good morning, Christian America. That's right. The Lord says that he has plans for us, and those plans are to prosper. Those plans are not to be feared. Those plans are not to be run away from. He has a plan for all of us. He uses all things for his will, all things for his works, all people that seek him for the goodness of his intent. This pandemic, this ongoing crisis is no different. Every circumstance is going to be different. Every situation is going to have its own nuances. But what I have faith in and, and where I put my trust is I believe that Christ is going to use this situation. He's going to use this time to build the community that he wants. He's going to build the people that he wants. He's going to build the church that he wants. He's going to reshape us and reform us and redirect us and repoint us in the right direction, a direction that maybe we weren't on previously. And it's on us. It's on believers. It's on the Christian American community to recognize that regardless of what's going on around us, to keep our heads, to keep our faith, to keep our focus where it should always have been. And that's on Christ. So let's get down to that. Let's talk about that this morning as we get ready to make our way in this world. Good morning, Christian America. And good morning, Christian America. Eddie here with the Christian American community and the Christian American T-shirt company coming to you this Monday, This uh, at the beginning of this week, as we start to refocus ourselves on, hopefully, on Christ. Because I believe, and we're going to talk today about, you know, this ongoing crisis and uh, of, the, of the coronavirus and COVID-19 and the pandemic that's ensuing and the, and the chaos and the confusion that it's causing, the harm and the sickness that, that it is, that is, it is um, causing. But it's not all bad. It's not all terrible. And what we have faith in, what we've come to learn, what I personally have come to learn is that even when I'm going down the road that God does not want me to go down, that I have willfully turned my back towards him and I'm marching in the opposite direction. The lessons that I learned on that road, the lessons that I learned in that direction, inevitably have pointed me back towards him. He lets you go down the road as far as you can push it and to where you hit a point in your life where you recognize that everything that you thought you knew, you did not know. Everything that you thought you wanted, you did not really want. Everything that you thought that would bring happiness, you thought that would bring uh, uh, rejoicing, you thought that would bring uh, a good time in your life, fell short. How many of us have this story? How many of us have gone down the wrong road only to come to the ultimate conclusion that is not through your own way, which you can, uh, that you can be truly satisfied, that you can be truly filled, that you can be truly hopeful in the future because you can't hope 
in man, you can't hope on even on yourself. You can only hope in God. And it's these turns in the wrong direction that played out, that lived out to its conclusion, only conclude that you need God in your life, that he has a purpose for you, that he has a direction for you, that he has a greater plan in mind. And he uses your own inaction, your own actions against him, your own sinful nature. He uses that to reveal himself even further to you so that you may get back on the path to life, the road to life, that you may seek him and seek a relationship with him that then builds you as a stronger person a more intellectual person, a more purpose-driven person, a more focused person. And this focus would then be on the right things, the things that God wants you to focus on. And that's him and it's the relationship with him. It's your brothers and your sisters. It's living out his word and his will. I feel in my heart of hearts that collectively as a society, as a country, as a, as a planet, we have been going down the wrong road. And because we've gone down the wrong road for so long, God is going to use this time, this, this pandemic, this bad situation to reveal what he wants to reveal. What to reveal what the believers should already know is that we haven't been acting appropriately. We haven't been running our country appropriately. We haven't been doing our politics appropriately. We can't we haven't been running our businesses appropriately. You haven't been the 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 spouse. You haven't been uh, conducting your marriage appropriately. You you haven't been uh, behaving as a uh, as a parent appropriately. You haven't been behaving as a child of someone appropriately. You've neglected the uh, priorities that you should have in your life. I have neglected the priorities that I should have in my life. When we let other things, external things become our idols, when we put more attention, more love, and more direction towards them, instead of God, we're going down the wrong route. We're going down that wrong road. And I think collectively, we have been going down that wrong road. I believe that God is going to use and is currently using this crisis to do his will because his will is going to be done either with our compliance or without our compliance, his will will be done. And I feel that I feel in my heart of hearts. I think that if, if we sit around and contemplate what's taken place over the last month, three weeks or so. I don't think it's far-fetched to, to assume what I'm saying is somewhat accurate. We'll, we'll never know until we get to a point where we can look back. But I believe that this is a turning point. I believe that we are in the boat on the Sea of Galilee and the waves are crashing up against it. The wind is swirling us around. And while so many people are behaving like those, like the apostles were in that boat and they were scared and they're 
they don't know what to do. Jesus is sleeping. They don't want to wake him. They don't want to interact with him. They don't want to reach out to him and touch him. And they're just fearful. And when they finally do, he gets on to them a little bit and tells them that they have little faith. But then he calms the seas. He calms the storm. And everything is right once again. I believe that's going to happen this time as well. I believe that Jesus is working in the background. Once this is done, though, once this pandemic passes, we won't be the same. Nor should we be. Our economy won't be the same. Our politics won't be the same. Our businesses won't be the same. The thing, our vacations won't be the same. Hopefully, you will not be the same. Hopefully, you'll be a better husband. Hopefully, you'll be a better wife. Hopefully, you'll be a better parent. Hopefully, you'll be a better teacher. You'll be a, a better person. You'll be a better son to your parents. You'll be a better parent to your children. You'll be a better neighbor. You'll be a better boss. You'll be a better teacher. You'll be a better student. You'll refocus yourself. You'll refocus your family. We, As we refocus our community and our country back on what's important, and we're seeing that we're able to do that. This terrible tragedy is turning it into an opportunity for each one of us individually to refocus our lives on Christ, to refocus on our lives on what's good. It's turning itself into an opportunity to be a teacher, literally a teacher to our children. I am, I have become a teacher to my child, not just culturally, not just uh, in the family, but I'm literally now forced to homeschool my children because they have been forced out of the school. I look at that now as an opportunity. For the first week, it was stressful. And now I look at it as an opportunity. God has blessed me with this opportunity to be involved even more in my child's life. He's taken away the physical demands of work and he's taken away the physical demands of my child, my children going to school and the physical demands of all the extracurricular activities that, that separated us physically. Soccer practice and gymnastics and work and school and all the other places. So now we're together. And instead of you thinking of all the stressors that come along with that, now that it's been a couple of weeks, we've taken a step back and recognize that this is a blessing. It's an opportunity. And so hopefully you're looking at your life and your situation and your surrounding as a part of this entire pandemic, this, this entire crisis and seeking out the opportunities. Because if you do, we're gonna change the way that we interact with one another. We're gonna change how we talk to each other. We're gonna we're gonna change how we commune together. We're gonna to change how we worship together. One of the greatest things that I've seen lately is, is that because of the, the, the inability to gather churches all around this country, are now streaming their service. 
You could go back to this podcast a year ago and almost two years ago and content we've put out where I specifically have been calling for individuals like you that are watching this to pick up your phone, literally pick up your phone, turn on the camera and say something good that other people should hear just to spread some goodness. The devil picks up this phone all the time. The devil picks up that laptop all the time. The devil picks up, you know, their desktop all the time. And it's actively engaging the world and all of the nonsense that we know is out there from pornography to just idiocy. The devil's out there with bad intentions and bad ideas. But now, due to this crisis, we have churches that are picking up their devices and that are out there on their computers, sending out good ideas after good ideas, services after services, messages after good messages, sermons after good sermons. It's not just a one, two, three, or four, you high profile ministers, pastors, or whoever. Now it's individuals like you and I. This is the way we're going to do it. And hopefully this is the way we're going to do it from here on out. It's time to not succumb the digital battlefield to the enemy. And so hopefully you're liking this podcast. Hopefully you're subscribing to this podcast. Hopefully you're engaging this podcast. Hopefully that you're following us on all the social media platforms. I pray that you do. I pray that you are. But then I want you to also engage in your own. This is no, there is no competition. here. The more people like you and I that are out there, the more people that are spreading good messages that are seeking good works, seeking to do good works, that are seeking Christ, seeking to evangelize, because that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to evangelize. The better off we're all going to be. Paul in the first Thessalonians says, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. No matter what your circumstance is, regarding this entire crisis remember that this is this is Christ he wants you this is uh, this is the circumstance that he's putting you in because he wants his will to be done and whether wittingly or unwittingly you are a part of that so seek him out. Reevaluate your life. Understand your circumstances. And seek out the work that God has for you. I mean, what else are you going to do? We're all on lockdown. Use it as an opportunity. Use it as an opportunity. Give 
thanks in all circumstances. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, hopefully you guys are staying safe. Hopefully you're staying healthy. Continue to listen to all the guidelines to to what uh, the the CDC puts out and, and stay safe. Keep your family safe. But don't panic. Have faith. All God's will will be done. He will use this circumstance, this global crisis, to implement his global will on every aspect of our lives. And of that, we can be sure, and of that, we can have hope that he's going to set all things new, that he's going to reinvigorate our lives with with love and compassion and a, and a stronger bond of togetherness of both believers and unbelievers. And it's incumbent upon the believers out there, it's incumbent upon us out there that we reach out to everyone and spread the message. Worship God always and everywhere and not be silenced by those who would silence silence us. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, hope you guys uh, contribute to the Christian American community by going to ChristianAmericanTees.com and pick yourself up the Christian American tea tank, sweatshirt, or hoodie or other other uh, associated items. The delivery process is slow because of uh, the crisis and the lack of personnel that it that it takes to that it, that is required to ship things in uh, in a timely manner. So have patience with us, please. But go to ChristianAmericanTees.com and pick yourself up some Christian American apparel, especially as we enter spring and in soon into summer. You're going to want to have uh, those crispy, clean Christian American tees and tanks that you can go out there and sport and represent Christ wherever it is that you uh, that that you go. Uh, continue continue to be a part of the Christian American dialogue by liking us, sharing us, tweeting us, following us uh, uh, on all the social media platforms. Subscribe to the podcast, uh, the Good Morning Christian America podcast on the uh, Good Morning Christian America YouTube channel. Also, wherever there are audio-only podcast platforms, we are on that as well. Uh, That's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and so many more. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, you guys stay on fire for Christ. We will see each other on Friday. Good morning, Christian America.